Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, Russell. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for a new day. We thank you for the bright sunshine. We thank you for the gentle breeze that we see blowing. We thank you, Lord, for your presence that hovers over the earth. We thank you for the love that you shower over us. We thank you for the peace and joy we pour into our hearts. And we share that same, Lord, the same peace and joy which only you can give when you draw us into your secret place. You bid us come and commune with you. We share the same with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family. We share it with all those for whom we are praying at this altar today. We share it with Christians everywhere that do not know you and all those that do not want to know you. And we ask for a quickening in their spirit, Father. That your light shine through, your glory be revealed in the truth that sets them free, is set upon their hearts. That truth that continues to liberate us from all forms of slavery different extents of it that we have continued to engage in because of our fleshly nature. Let there be that freedom come into each of these lives, Lord. Let that journey into your kingdom begin. And as we make our prayer, remembering all of these that we are praying for at this altar of answered prayer that you have given us, your Holy Spirit Brisbane prayer group, we call on your name, Lord. The name of our maker, our creator, the great I am. The God who is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness, who always completes every good work that he has started in us. The one who is called faithful. The one who is the lifter and preserver of men. The Elohim Adonai, the Lord of Lords, the Holy One of Israel. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus. Your word, your bread that you sent down from heaven to feed us, to liberate us, to make atonement for our sin. To retrieve that for us which Adam had lost. And to restore your glory in your image and likeness. By giving us that template through him. That we can copy. That we can follow. You gave us your word Lord. So that through that word. Which can never fail. Even if heaven and earth passes away. You pass on to us. Your authority. When you make us your children, children of the Most High, ones that inherit your kingdom. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of Jesus, the spirit of the living God. The hand of the father that brought creation into existence at his spoken word. The seal of the age to come, the father of all spirits. Our strengthener, our standby, the one who reveals the deep and secret things of the father. It is through him that we are brought wisdom, that we are brought light. It is he who opens up our understanding. It is he who gives life to our mortal body. The same one that raised Jesus from the dead has made his tabernacle within this, this us. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for your grace upon our life. We thank you that you do not look upon us with your eyes of judgment but only with eyes of love and are ever willing 
to lift us up the minute we are willing to repent and call on the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father. And as we make our prayer and our reflection this day, cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make by the precious blood of Jesus. I also cover every member of every family that is part of this prayer group by the same blood of Jesus and declare it as our hedge of protection in the spirit. We speak the blood and the name of Jesus over our jobs, our businesses, our investments, our finance, over our families, over our homes, over our vehicles, over our assets, our belongings, our going in, our coming out. We speak the name of Jesus over our day. We put on our angels and dispatch them, activate and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with the will of the Father and what we have spoken into our morning for this day. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, any kind of natural disasters and spiritual attacks. Lord, I ask for that gift of discernment of spirits as well for each one, that we are able to see wickedness in plain sight, that we are able to see what your holy and pure will for us in that situation is, that we are able to relate it to what you want us to do. And we hold your hand and we walk with you in the light. I declare divine exemption and I command that angelic protection over each of these, your people, Lord, our families, in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. And we herald the power in our spoken word as we proclaim your word from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, that says, as the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out of my mouth this day. And each of us declare in faith that it will not return to me empty, neither will it fall to the ground, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I send it. When I send it through that discernment, by the wisdom given me of God, in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for that gift of life that you shape on our tongue as you reveal more and more of yourself and your word and your ways to us. And you bid us speak in accordance with that understanding. We thank you, Father. Today, we reflect on discernment and honor. And how honor is the key to opening doors of opportunity for you. We have taken this topic a few times in the past as well. But today in particular, I just want to look at three examples that stood out to me as I reflected on this topic last night. And the first one is in 1 Samuel chapter 9. We see that Saul and his servant went looking for their lost donkeys. And when they reached a city where there was a prophet, and they knew that whatever this prophet spoke came to pass, that was prophet Samuel, they decided to go to him so that he could give them some direction. And direction he did give indeed, where he said, your donkeys are found. 
But when you look at 1 Samuel 9, verse 7, when they decided to go to him, before going to Samuel, Saul discerned the need to take something to the prophet as a gift. And he asked, what will we take to the man of God? The idea there was to honor before asking him for a favor or for a blessing. To honor the prophet. And little did he know that Samuel was already instructed by God that this man would come to him and Samuel was to anoint him as the king of Israel. Now, dishonor could have closed that opportunity upon him. But it was Saul discerning the need to honor. And we see at a later stage that it was dishonor and disobedience on the part of Saul that brought or that took away his kingdom from him and it was given to David. Now let's look at the second example, that of the Shunammite woman who, that the reference is 2 Kings chapter 4, and that's from verse 8 to 17, the part that we're really looking at. She, having no child, served and honored the prophet Elisha every time he passed by that way. They made a place for him in their home, a room at the top with a desk for him honored him, made sure he was well-fed. And she had no children, was listless, but never asked for anything. But that service went to the point that the prophet felt compelled to bless her and kept searching for what is it that should be given to her. What is her need? Service is one form of honor. And service, honor through service, does not return empty. The prophet in this case identified the need, her need, of a son, a child. And he prophesied a child when he said, by this time next year. You shall have a child in your arms. And she did. Honor can compel others to bless you even if they don't feel like blessing you. Now let's look at a third one. And I'd like to touch upon a negative example this time. That of Queen Vashti in the book of Esther. In Esther chapter 1, we see that King Ahasuerus commanded that the Queen Vashti be brought out before the king and his guests. The Bible says she was pretty and beautiful and he wanted to show her to his guests. But she refused to come. And this angered the king and he consulted his wise men and then decided that she should never be brought before the king and her royal estate be given away 
unto another who would take her place. So what happened there? The door of blessing that was open on her life, the life that she was enjoying being queen, being in a position of power, was suddenly shut and everything taken away. Dishonor cannot just shut doors, it can dry up supplies as well. And all that fame, all that respect, all the resources that are being enjoyed can be cut off from a person's life. How does that apply to you? Look at the relationships that you have with people. Honor to certain people that are your destiny helpers could open doors of jobs for you. Honor can help open or give you access to certain places that you never otherwise had through influence that people might have. Where someone writes a recommendation for you. Where someone puts in a word for you in certain places. Now, this is not only limited to jobs. Honor can compel others to bless you. Where they start looking for the gaps in your life and they want to fill them. Just like the prophet Elisha was compelled to bless the Shunammite woman. She, mind you, she wasn't even an Israelite. She was not God's chosen people. And yet God's prophet felt compelled to do something for her. There are a lot of gifted people around you. Whom are you honoring or dishonoring today? That is either opening or shutting a door. And do we carry that discernment to see what door is linked to that person? And that door can only be opened by that person for you. Try hard as they may, others may not be able to open it. It is important for us to discern who we should be, and at least in the least, should not be dishonoring. Whom we need to be kind to. In general, the Bible just teaches us to be kind to others, everyone. Love your neighbor as yourself, God says. That's his rule. But when we discern certain doors that are linked to people and then we start honoring them, then as the Bible says in Hebrews 7 verse 7, without a doubt, the lesser is always blessed of the greater. Are we looking for favor from God and from man, but then refusing to honor them? Now that question mark goes for both. Are you looking or refusing to dishonor God as well? Or are you ignoring? Are we just receiving the gifts that he gives us and then even don't bother to say thank you? Or do we just say thank you once and walk away from his presence? What honor are we carrying there? Are we just looking for a barter or a trade? Mind you, honor is not just until you get your gifts and then you forget about the person. Honor continues after that. We must cultivate an attitude of honoring others in every circumstance. And then in particular, discerning those specific ones where 
There are certain doors attached to them, just like Saul did as well. He knew that that prophet, everything that the prophet spoke was coming to pass. He was aware of his fame. He was aware that there would be some door for him there. He discerned that. And so he wanted to honor him and not just go without anything empty-handed. So much more for, for your God, who is also king. And if you look at kingdoms, the protocol generally is that a person will not go before a king without carrying a gift for him. What are you taking this day? And he doesn't want anything. All that he says, my son, give me your heart. Hebrews 13 verse 2 says, Do not forget to show hospitality to strangers. For by doing so, some people have shown hospitality to angels without knowing it. How much more then? And one of the reference there would be Abraham. He too was blessed with a son. Where they said the same thing by this time next year. Just like the prophet Elisha. Continuing with that verse. They've shown hospitality to angels without knowing it. How much more then for people that are helping us? Are you discerning that they are angels sent into your life to fill that gap? Are they destiny helpers? And is there a door connected to them that can be opened to you? One that may have been shut for a long time for years. It doesn't necessarily only have to be a preacher or a miraculous man of God that carries that grace upon his life. Many a times they are hidden in plain sight. Your destiny helpers and angels. And today we pray for that discernment, Father, that our eyes be opened to identify these and honor them so that we see in the Spirit and we honor Everyone that you send our way, Lord, knowing that the prayer that we have made is what has brought them in that space to fulfill the work that you send them to fulfill, that your glory be revealed in each of our lives. It is your system of advantage that you have given us, Father. I ask for that gift of discernment upon each of our lives, Lord, in the Spirit. So that we do not look upon things at face value, but we look beyond, beyond the flesh into the spirit. Let that edification be put upon each of these, your people, Father, in the name of Jesus. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease, that are hospitalized, will undergo any kind of procedures this day. We pray in a special way for Wilbur and for Nita. Lord, we plead the blood of Jesus over their lives. And we ask for mercy, that sins be forgiven, that there is a change of heart and there is repentance completely. Lord, that your healing touch by the stripes and wounds of Jesus, that the price is already paid for each of these, 
there be complete healing. We curse and we rebuke every spirit of infirmity that has gripped them. We bind that spirit of wickedness and cast it out of their lives and we declare your healing, your perfect will, Lord, your will for abundance in their lives. We restore to them in the name of Jesus. We cover them in that blood covenant, Father. And we declare fulfillment of that covenant till they are brought into your kingdom. We pray also for every family that is embattled, that is facing any kind of division and separation. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives. And each of us is battling some stronghold in some way that may have been hidden in and already become a part of our nature, our thought process, our mindset. You reveal to us through your word, Lord, that which is not of your way. And you grant us that grace, Lord. Let your yoke-breaking anointing touch each of these lives that we are praying for, that there is freedom from addictions, that there is freedom from prayerlessness, busyness, poverty, and ignorance of your ways, that there is a lifting up, even though in the physical it looks like and everyone else says there's a casting down, there is no hope. Lord, we believe and we declare that by the blood of Jesus, every such chain over the lives of these we are praying for is now broken. We pray for our own personal needs and those of our families as well. Especially those that are not yet saved. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And as we release our faith and our prayer, making this a prayer of agreement with each other in the spirit, we believe, Lord, that what we have agreed on as touching and that is the promise of Jesus to us, that the Father in heaven will do that for us in the name of Jesus. So we release our faith, trusting that name and his promise, believing this prayer raised at our altar of answered prayer that you have given us, shall not come back empty and shall not fall to the ground. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for the gift, release your tongue and your faith. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us make our prayer in the Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Sarakanda <laughs> 
Prasto Banto scripture that's been put on my heart this morning is from Ephesians 1, 7 to 10. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace, which he lavished upon us. For he has made known to us in all wisdom and insight the mystery of his will, according to his purpose, which he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time to unite all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have two scriptures that have been shared in the chat. The first one is from Numbers 23, verse 20, quoted from the NIV, where it is written, I have received a command to bless. He has blessed and I cannot change it. And the second scripture is from Philippians 1, verses 9 and 10, quoted from the New Living Translation, where it says, I pray that your love will overflow more and more, and that you will keep on growing in knowledge and understanding. 
for i want you to understand what really matters so that you may live pure and blameless lives until the day of christ's return a third scripture is from matthew 18 verse 19 quoted from the king james version it says and if thine eye and if thine eye offend thee i think we need to double check the verse number there but i'll read it out if thine eye offend thee pluck it out and cast it from thee it is better for thee to enter into life with one eye rather than having two eyes and to be cast into hell fire amen thank you jesus if you are being blessed by these morning encounters with the lord brother savio's powerful reflections for our everyday practical life to shape our thinking that are straight downloads from the spirit with the friday bible study sessions and the daily rosary and divine mercy sessions please share links for people to join on zoom and youtube they can join live or they can also pray with the recordings the recordings are available on youtube they're posted on our facebook page and our spotify page as well under the mercy and the grace and the peace of our lord jesus christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of jesus and for his glory amen be blessed and have a wonderful day everyone thank you rasul god bless you rasul god bless everyone everybody thank you everybody